Hey guys, I'm Carrie. And I'm Courtney. And this is Bloom Podcast. Welcome to episode five, guys. Yay! We're officially one month old. Yes, happy one month to our podcast. And this episode is actually really special because this week, Carrie's turning 30. <laughs> bye bye, 20s. Goodbye, RIP to my 20s. Sad day. But I'm actually really excited. Yeah, I'm excited for you. And we're going to be celebrating the death of her 20s this week. Mm-hmm. Um, not only with this episode, but also this weekend, we're going to be partying it up for <laughs> the death of her 20s and celebrating the the coming of her 30s. Yes, so so exciting. Uh, sharing some highlights this week. Uh, I'll just go ahead and tell y'all where we're going. We're going to Nashville. Yes. So definitely a highlight uh, for me this past week was like finalizing some plans for that because yes. I was kind of stressing out about it. She was. <laughs> <laughs> and like trying not to plan my own birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we kind of got some plans now, so I'm pretty excited. We do. We do. Mm-hmm. I'm excited too. It's going to be fun. Do you have any highlights? Well, I actually wanted to start with my low lights for this week. Okay. So my low light for this week is just that I've just been in kind of a funk lately. I don't know if anyone else can relate. I think that the seasons kind of, you know, play a role Mm -hmm. in that. It's been kind of dark and dreary lately. Yes, like every day, today included. Yes, but I can feel spring approaching and I'm so hopeful for what the next few months will bring. So I'm really excited about that. Um, So I have been a a funk lately, but spring is on its way and Mm -hmm. I'm excited for the next few weeks and months. Mm -hmm. I don't have any low lights this week. Good. I I try not to like think too hard about it because I don't want it to be just like some little thing that's happened. Um, Obviously, certain times there are things that happen that are, you know, yeah. traumatic or whatever. But <laughs> For sure. I, I don't, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Like so my I'm dog gonna, attack. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that earlier. <laughs> We're going to talk about that every week, I'm sure. Yes, because it's terrifying getting out of your car here now. <laughs> yeah, so. But yeah, I'm just going to try try my best to focus on the highlights. But if there is something funny yeah. or maybe it's not funny, like Courtney shared today, uh, definitely share that in the future. Yeah, so. That was my lowlights, and for my highlights, um, you know, I mentioned that I've been in a funk, but I actually got a workout in this week. Only one. Yay. But Better I was really, than zero. Yeah. Hey, I'm over here on the zero team. <laughs> That's okay. I was really um, proud of myself because I've been slacking lately, and also I reconnected with an old friend, so that was really cool. So fun. Yeah. That's I, awesome. Yeah. I think I'm so, so glad too. that y'all did that. Me too, and we're going to, we're pl- making plans to get together on Monday, so when the day that this episode airs, so that's going to be really fun. Fun. Awesome. I'm so happy for y'all. All right. Carrie, do you have any products that you want to share for this I really week? only have one, and it's not something new that I've been using. Um, it's actually something that I've just been doing for the past couple of nights, like trying to be better about it. Mm-hmm. I try not to wash my hair every day. Right, me too. Um, most of the time during the week, I wear my hair in a ponytail. Mm-hmm. And that's, Same. <laughs> that comes to no surprise to anybody at work. Like, they always know that I am have my hair in a ponytail. And so I go, you know, two or three days at least without washes. And then, um, so recently, like the past few days, I've been trying to make an effort to like make sure I put dry shampoo in my hair at (laughs) night. I don't get like overly oily hair. Mm -hmm. Like before I get, before I go to bed. But I don't get overly oily hair, I would say. Um, And when I wear it in a ponytail, like you really can't tell that it hasn't been washed. But I put it in at night, and I don't touch it. Like, I don't rub it in with my fingers. Okay, cool. I don't brush it. Nothing. You just put it in, and you go to sleep. And 
during the night it just distributes in your hair. And, I mean, can you tell that my hair's three days old? No, it looks really good. Okay. I thought that it was freshly <laughs> washed. <laughs> nope. Definitely haven't washed it since, well, I guess it would be two two days. I washed it Friday, but still. I thought Man, that was something good. That um, is cool. But the product that I've been using is the Living Proof. I think you like the yes, Living Proof. Yes, the PhD Perfect Hair Day dry shampoo. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yes. yes. I've had it and somehow it got put under Tyler's sink. And I <laughs> forgot that I had it, but I pulled it out the other day. So I've been loving that. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Um, Guys, if you know me and Carrie, you probably know that in high school, we washed our hair like every single day. Oh my gosh. Day. Sometimes twice a day. Yeah, so it's crazy that we go multiple days without washing our hair now because I Mm-mm. I didn't think we'd ever make it to this point. Honestly. No, no, and this isn't something that I've been doing for a long time. Like yeah. I would say, I mean, just in the past the couple past couple of years, of years honestly, mm-hmm. for me, same for me. Yeah. Okay, so my products for this week, I've really been loving Kopari Beauty. Mm-hmm. I placed an order from Ulta. I struggle with really dry skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have psoriasis, so that's a another thing. But I struggle with finding products that work well to hydrate my skin since mm-hmm. it is so dry naturally. Right. But I placed an order at Ulta, and I got the their hydrating gel body wash, and it's coconut scented. And then I also got their Ultra Restore body butter, and Ooh. I think it's um also like a coconutty scent. Mm-hmm. It's just like their standard scent. But mm-hmm. I've been loving both of those products lately. It I felt like so nice just being able to really wash my skin and then nourish it with that body butter. Mm-hmm. My skin's felt really hydrated, so that's been good because that's something that I'm not used to. Yeah. Having skin that doesn't feel as dry as the Sahara Desert. <laughs> right. So I've really been loving that. Um, I will say I looked at a lot of the reviews, and a lot of people were saying that it helped with their KP. So I'm not sure the... Keratosis pilaris. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the PA. The PA. And if you don't know what that is, it's... You get these little raised bumps. On, mm-hmm. Normally, it's on the back side of your arms. It's yeah. real common for, like, men. Um, I know Tyler that has it, but it doesn't really bother him. Yeah. And it can be, like, itchy. And yeah. it's more of a cosmetic thing, but there are several products out there that can help you with that. Yeah. Um, I know it's a common thing for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't personally have it, but I know that a lot of people in the com- in the reviews were saying that it's very helpful for that. I can't mm-hmm. speak on that, but might be worth looking into if that's something that you're wanting. I also want to talk about this brand because I do, I use their, uh, aluminum free deodorant and, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of those, a lot of times those don't come with an antiperspirant per se, but I don't typically like sweat throughout the day. Like I'm right. not getting, I'm not doing something active or outside. So that doesn't really bother me. And the smell is amazing. It smells like coconut. Mm-hmm. And then I've also used their lip. I think it's a lip glossy is what they call yes, it. But it's like a do. lip balm. Um, yeah. You can use it as a lip gloss if you want to, but it's very hydrating. And I typically use it at night. Yeah. I really love the brand. They're a very clean brand. They use really clean ingredients. I, I believe that they're vegan and mm-hmm. cruelty free. I think, I think they are. Um, So it's a really good brand to, to support if you're looking for clean beauty products. Mm-hmm. Some clean girl vibes. Oh, God. Here, here we go again. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely worth checking out. And I really enjoyed the products that I've tried so far. Good. Any other products? No, that's all I have for, for this week. But I've got some good ones coming in the future as well. <laughs> good. Courtney's been buying some stuff. Um, <laughs> I told Logan, I, I, I work from home. And so when I have downtime, I, I shop. And yeah. it's yeah. been bad for me. It's hard but, not to. But I'm working on it. 
Good. I haven't placed an order in a few days, so we're doing good. Good, good. Progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did want to say thank you to everyone who listened to our last episode. We yes. know that that, was, that could have been, you know, a little bit more a deeper episode and could have possibly been triggering for people, but we are thankful for the, those who listened and supported that. Yes. And all was, of the positive feedback that we got on that was very... Yeah, we did get a lot of positive feedback mm-hmm. and it felt really good because I know it was a deeper topic and mm-hmm. something that was a little bit harder for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. But the feedback that we got from that episode was so positive. So many people felt like they were able to relate to Mm -hmm. what we talked about. And so men and women. Yeah. So that's important. Yeah. And so it was really great to, to receive that feedback and to know that that episode was helpful, not only for us, but also for some of you Mm -hmm. guys that Mm -hmm. listened. I agree completely. Carrie, are you (laughs) watching or reading anything this week? Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) Uh, Yes, actually. So the 800 page book. Oh yeah. I finished it. It was good. It was I great. I can't believe you finished it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's called House of Sky and Breath. I finished that, gosh, when did I finish it? I think it was last Sunday. I think so too. When I finished it. After we finished up our, or I finished editing this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Not as much as the first one. I think that's typical for a lot of sequels. Yeah, I, I have seen a lot of people rate it five stars. I give it four stars. That's not bad. That's not a bad rating and probably would be more like a 4.25, but I don't typically, you know, do that. Um, I don't think I've ever rated a book less than four stars just because I feel bad. I need to give you a bad one off the, <laughs> off the, off the shelf. Uh, but it was really good and I'm excited to see how it continues. And if you've read it, you know what I'm talking about at that the ending. Uh, and then I also started a book last night. So after I read that, I did not read a single thing the rest of the week. <laughs> I was like, I had a book hangover, really. Like I could not, I would pick something up and then I was just like, I'm not interested in this. This is not. And so sometimes when that happens, I'll either try to read something that's like more lighthearted, like a middle grade book, or I'll try to listen to an audio book. Or sometimes I'll pick up like a nonfiction and just see if I can get some motivation out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I, if all of that fails, then I will pick up a romance or a thriller yeah. Because typically those are quick. They're, yeah. you know, kind of short, like 300 pages. That's short for me. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> Maybe not for everybody, but... Not for me. And <laughs> if I have an audiobook, then that that's even better, like, because I can crank up the speed to, like, two. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it was three last night. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, But I did pick up another book, and it's called The Night She Disappeared. It's by Lisa Jewell. Sounds Highly recommend if you, like kind of mystery thrillers and like the intrigue was high. Like I did not want to put it down. So oh, that's I, good. I picked it up last night around 630 and then I finished it this morning around nine. So that's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it was 400 pages. Man. So it was a really good Carrie's book. a speed reader. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But I was kind of like desperate to finish a book because I had not read since last Sunday and I was like, this is not yeah. good. So, but if you, um, if you like mysteries or thrillers, definitely mm-hmm. think about picking it up. It's good. Man, mm-hmm. I might have to check it out. Yep. So do you want to talk about what we're talking about today? This is your well, idea. Actually, um, <clears throat> um, oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. It's okay. I started watching Euphoria. I know I mentioned it last week. Oh. I've only watched like three episodes. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. I'm not okay, sold you're on ahead it yet. of me. I didn't watch. Okay, so I've watched it too. I started watching it too. Yay, we talked I'm about good. this. We didn't talk about the show much, but I'm glad. I, I watched I'm good. the whole first episode. Yes. Okay. I did too. And we're on season one, guys. I know that there's, I think there's two seasons. Yeah, now. I think so too. 
I think um, season two is like coming on every Sunday or something. Oh, okay. Like so that. it's currently on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I watched season season one, episode one, and then I think I watched probably a fourth or like half of the second mm-hmm. episode. I don't know why I ended up putting it down. I was I busier cook dinner. I don't know. It's intense. It is very. There's did, a lot going on. Yeah. And like lots of trigger warnings. Yes. I don't. I don't even want to like name them all on this episode because it's like a lot. Yeah, but be aware if you're going to watch it that it's... I would definitely do a quick Google real yeah. quick. I mean, drugs, um, like underage sex. Right. Just a lot of not... It's just a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I can see like how it's kind of... How it's going. You know, like I think it's going to be good. I, I hope. hope. Yeah. I don't know. I have not sold on it yet. Um, I would just finished episode three last night so it's been a a slower start for me normally Mm -hmm. I've like binged at least five or six episodes by now but I don't know I'm not sold on it and it's very dark it is very dark and so I feel like I have to watch it slowly like I can't handle a whole lot of it at once because it Mm -hmm. really like it like plays with your mind yeah and it's just it's very following young people like they're in high school yeah which kind of freaks me out so it's very dark, and I've had to watch it slowly just because I can't handle a lot of it at one time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I've heard that, you know, that kind of, well, not that it gets better, but I think that it goes from, like, focusing on, like, everybody as a story and to, like, each individual person. Okay. They will have their own episode. At least that was what I was told on Friday. Okay. I don't really know. I need so, to pick it back up. Yeah. So, I might enjoy it more in the future, but I'll definitely have to keep watching and see how it goes. Right now, I'm still on the fence. I apologize to all the Euphoria fans. I'm trying and maybe next week I'll have an update on <laughs> whether or not. <laughs> maybe. I don't even know how many episodes are in the first season, do you? I have no idea. Yeah. But well, we'll see. It's intense, guys. <laughs> it is. For sure. Okay. Now. <laughs> yes. Now we'll get into the episode. Do you want to talk about it? Because this was your idea. Yes. Okay. So, I had the idea since we're celebrating the death of Carrie's 20s. Mm-hmm. She'll be 30 on Saturday, March 5th. Mm-hmm. So before our next episode airs, which not uh, not sure if we're going to have an episode next week since we'll be celebrating her birthday. We might yeah, try to make it work. We haven't even talked about that. We haven't. Um, so we'll talk about that more. <laughs> Stay tuned. But either way, wish Carrie happy birthday on Saturday. Yes, you can send her a so message sweet. on the podcast Instagram or mm-hmm. comment on one of our pictures um, and tell her happy birthday. But in honor of her 30th birthday and the death of her 20s, I thought it would be really cool for Carrie to share some lessons that she learned during her 20s. So mm-hmm. I thought how fitting it would be to do 20 lessons that she learned in her 20s. And mm-hmm. I know that she's also wanting to share some plans and hopes for her 30s as well. So mm-hmm. without further ado, Carrie, do you want to go ahead and get started and sharing? Sure. And of course, I'll kind of comment on things as we go along. I know Carrie shared with me. Some of the things on her list, some mm-hmm. of them will be a surprise to me, but mm-hmm. um, I, I'm sure I'll have some commentary on with some of these I, as well. I think that you'll be able to relate to these too. Um, so I just want to start by saying this is, these are not in any particular order. I literally, Courtney threw this idea out at me <laughs> last Tuesday, I think I it think was. I think so. I think it was and Tuesday. And I immediately just like went to my note. Like, I just wanted to know if I would be able to come up with something or like enough. And she was quick, guys. <laughs> I think it took her like less than 10 minutes to I, get back to me well, and I say did, like, I oh, I came like, up with 20 It was things. kind of just me 
like unfiltered, I was just yeah. like, okay, I'm just going to type a note in my phone and see. And I do that a lot with yeah. certain, every, everything. I do it with my bookstagram or whatever. Like I love using my notes app on my phone. Yeah. Um, but I just started making a list and started typing and it was just like, things just kept popping in my head. And yeah. so there, there are probably more things that I could have said, but I just But you're thought, limited to 20. Yeah, I'm limited to 20. I'm, I'm not, you know, 30 going on 40, I'm, <laughs> you know, but, um, there are some good things in here and, you know, there's, there could have been other ones, but these are the ones that just like yeah. first popped in my head. So I wanted to share these. Yeah. And some are a little bit more light hearted. Some mm-hmm. are a little deeper. So. Right. We hope that you enjoy. Yes. Okay. Um, number one, uh, on my list, I put friend breakups are okay. Wow. I know this is something that you and I have both yes. had to deal with in the past. And it's hard. Oh my gosh. It's, it's awful. I think that friend breakups are way more difficult than like a romantic breakup. I agree. I agree completely. It's really hard. You you think that these people, I'll just, you know, I'll start by saying, you know, you have these friends that you grow up with and you spend every 12, waking minute with them 12, for 13 years of your life yeah. with these people and like new friends come and go. Like I know for me personally, I had different friends when I was in like kindergarten and elementary school mm-hmm. than I did when I got into middle school. But once I got into middle school, it was like those friends yeah. Went with me. Yeah. You know, same and for we me. grew together. Yeah. Um, Middle school through the rest of my high school career and also beginning stages of college. It was like that yes. group of friends and we were like solid, rock Absolutely. solid. Absolutely. And everyone always tells you, you know, in high school, they're like, you're not going to be friends with these yes. people forever. We had one specific you know. teacher who always told us this. Oh, I know. And I was like, you don't know us. <laughs> I would say the same thing. And, there, I and I'm like, sitting here thinking, and at that time, what were they probably in their 30s or 40s? Probably. I, I don't know. And you're like, you don't know anything about us. You yeah, don't know our friendship. We're so close. Yeah, we're so close. This is a different friendship. We're BFF this forever. Is, <laughs> this isn't the type of friendship that you've seen for the last 15 years since you've been teaching. This yeah. is a different friendship. <laughs> so we think that we know it all. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's okay that we don't know that. It's, yeah. it's good to like cherish those friendships Yeah. when you're in that moment. And even after they've ended. Like yeah. there are things that you can look back on. And be thankful for. Yeah, appreciate the lessons that you learned. Yeah, absolutely. The experiences and memories that you have with those people. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I, you know, I had a group of friends in high school, and same here. Went to college. Some of us went to different places, Mm -hmm. and but you know, a few of them did go to the same school that I did. So we continued to be friends in college, which was great. And I I will say that you know I was friends with um, a few of them into college, and then. One of them specifically passed college, which was awesome. And, you know, living with your friends and then not living with them or whatever. Um, but things happen. You know, times change. People mm-hmm. change. Um, priorities change. Yeah. You know, relationships, whether that be other friendships, come and go. Romantic Romantic relationships. relationships. Mm-hmm. So, you know, ultimately, and I'm not saying that this happens to everybody. Because right. I, know, I know several people that have their same friends that they had when they were in high school. Or, yeah, you know, and some of the friends that we were friends with are still friends with the other oh, yes, friends that they had. Yes, so. absolutely. So it's it's not that you're going to go to high school and then you're going to go to college and you're not going to have these friends anymore. You may. You might. You might still have those friends. But if you experience a friend breakup, it's important to know that that's okay and that's mm-hmm. normal. Um, and it's something that's been really hard for me, 
ever since I experienced a friend breakup, Mm -hmm. I've struggled with it and it's been hard for me to cope with because I feel like I question myself a lot and kind of wondering what happened. Mm -hmm. And so it's something I've done differently. Yeah. So it's something that's still hard for me today, but I'm becoming more okay with it and knowing that it happens to a lot of people. And it's okay, you know? You know, people, different people are in your lives, you know, for different reasons and different seasons, I think is what they say. Yeah. And some people are in your life for a reason, some people for a season, and then some people for a lifetime, I think is what I've heard before. I like it. But honestly, you know, and I, and I wish nothing but the best for those people that I grew up with. I mean, yeah, me too. You know, I, I still keep up with their lives and I love, I love seeing, you know, what they're doing with their lives and everything. Um, but I am, I'm kind of thankful that I went through it first. Yeah. So, so that you could, could help me. Yeah. So I, that I could help you because it was hard to see you, you know, struggle with the same things mm-hmm. that I did. Um, and then I know it's, it's always different. You know, you look at people and you're like, you could never relate, but like I could relate yeah. to you. And it was really you, helpful for me to have you having went through that and being able to say like, I know exactly what you're going through because I know it may look a little bit differently, but mm-hmm. I went through the same thing and it was really helpful for me because I felt really alone and knowing that I wasn't alone was really, was really right. great. And like, you have to navigate it, you know, differently. Um, it happens and then you're like, well, when am I going to have a friend? Like, I don't have any friends. And then, it, you know, there for a longest time, it was like, you were my friend. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which is still the case for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm thankful for that too, because, you know, having a sister, it's like having a built-in friend, you know, yeah, like sure. you've, you've been there longer than anybody else. Like I've known you for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so you're my oldest friend. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's something to be proud of as well, but I think it's, it's important to know that it is okay yeah. and you will get past that and you will meet people. Like I met people, I have a friend now that I've known for, you know, basically my whole life, but we really didn't connect until we got to college Mm -hmm. and we're still friends to this day. And then I went to PA school and I met, I mean, amazing people that I'm going to be friends with for the rest of my life. And I'm now in a new job and I make friends there. And it's just, you, you will find people that you want to surround yourself with. And someone told me once, like, it's better to have four quarters than a hundred pennies, a hundred shiny pennies. So, or uh, it's better to have four shiny quarters than oh my a hundred dingy pennies. I don't get any of these co- <laughs> quotes right, guys. Thank you, Courtney, for being here. <laughs> Can you just keep the quotes on your phone? Of course. <laughs> Anyways, regardless, four quarters is greater than a hundred pennies, regardless of if they're shiny or dingy. But um, yeah. <laughs> um, I just think, you know, it's important to know that that's okay. Yeah. And you'll get over it. You'll, you'll, that was a little bit insensitive. You will be fine and you will, you will make new friends. Yes. It will be okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know we spent a lot of time on this one. So clearly, clearly this is something that we're very passionate about. Yes. It's, it really hits home for us. Oh, it hits home. This is one of the most like significant lessons that I've learned during my Mm twenties. And I know it's the same way for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're going through this now, or if you do in the future, know that you're not alone and mm-hmm. it's okay. And if you want to talk to us about it, if you're like, I really have no friends and I don't have a sister, message us. We'll yes. be your sister. <laughs> we'll be your sister. I'm always looking to make new friends. Yes, absolutely. 
And you know what? And it's good that you connected with someone that you you used to be friends with. And yeah. now y'all can, you know, talk about this as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, number two. I, I wrote just, <laughs> this is very raw. <laughs> I wrote, I don't have to explain myself to anyone. Snaps. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, more specific for, this goes for anything. Okay. I don't have to explain to you why I'm doing this or that, but Mm -hmm. more specifically for me as a almost 30 year old woman, don't ask me when I'm going to have kids. Don't ask anyone. Don't ask anybody. Um, don't, this is another lesson that we're not going to talk about, but specifically this, this thing that I wrote down, it it mainly has to do with the fact that people are always wondering, you know, when are you going to have kids? Don't you think it's time to have a child. Don't you want a little, you know, carrier Tyler running around? Newsflash. It's none of your business. (laughs) It is absolutely none of your business. Sorry, Um, that might be hard to hear, but it is. I mean, it is hard to hear. Um, I always thought that I wanted kids always, you know, I from, well, not always. That's, that's a lie because mom always tells me that I used to tell her I was never having kids. Yeah. I remember (laughs) you saying that you were never having kids growing up. I, I always talked about wanting to have a ton of kids and you were like, I'm not having kids. I don't yeah. want kids. If yeah, I, I have a kid, it better be a boy. <laughs> oh, I did say that. That's awful. Um, but I, I didn't want kids when I was younger and then, you know, got into high school and into college and I was like, yeah, so I definitely want kids. Like I can see myself being a mom. Yeah. Um, and, you know, me and T- this is something me and Tyler talked about. You know, we talked about how many kids we wanted, how many, you know, whatever. And then we got married and I thought... And I'll just be, I mean, this is me being transparent. I thought for sure I was going to be pregnant when I walked across that stage when I graduated from PA school. (laughs) That was my plan. Like, I thought that that was it. That was going to be the plan. But the more I thought about it, (laughs) the more I thought, that's not really a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm going to be starting a new job. and And I had a job pretty early in my PA school journey. Mm hmm. And not that I'm, I didn't have a child just because I got this job. That is not, that is not what I'm saying at all. Um, I think for me, once we, you know, were out, once we had gotten married and we were living on our own in Birmingham in a big city in our own apartment with our own dogs, I, I liked that we were able to go and do whatever we wanted to do whenever we wanted to do it. And, you know, we were in our mid twenties then, so it was it was okay, and it's still okay, because I'm, I'm still young, guys. <laughs> Just because I'm turning 30 doesn't mean anything. 30 is the new 20. <laughs> exactly. Let's put that on a t-shirt. Please. <laughs> but I, the more, the longer I was in PA school, the more I was like, well, you know, maybe, maybe after, maybe after PA school. And then, um, you know, started my new job. I thought maybe Built I'll, a house. Built a house. Thought, you know, we could wait, like six to eight months and then we'll we'll think about it later on this year in mm-hmm. the fall and then the fall rolls around and I'm like mm, maybe not <laughs> maybe I don't like and that's okay like things change people change and this goes into my next one I'll just go ahead and you know transition over to that one number three you can change your mind yeah okay? just because you've always said that this is something that you wanted to do doesn't mean that that has to be the only thing that you can do. You yeah. know, like I always said that I wanted to be a doctor. Am I a doctor? No, I'm a PA and I love that. Like, yeah. I, and also I have no plans to be a doctor. So <laughs> my grandmother's like, oh, isn't this just a little uh, stepping stone to you being a doctor? No, it's not. This is it. This is what I'm going to be. I want to be yeah. a PA. Um, but 
you don't have to answer to anybody. Yeah. You don't have to explain yourself to anybody for any situation that you're doing or what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be for single people or married people. Doesn't yeah. matter. And you can change your mind. Yes. Like, I mean, can... we're changing every single day. I'm so why not? a completely different person than I yeah. was 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I mean, and I was talking about these things with, you know what I mean? You talk about these things when you're in high school. Like yeah. a child, literally a child, talking about having kids, getting married, all the things. Um, but, yeah, I don't think you should have to explain yourself to anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to change your mind if you go to school and you think you're going to do one thing and you end up doing something completely different. I didn't necessarily do something completely different. Yeah, but, I'm still in the medical field. but Yeah, but, I mean, you can change your mind. That's okay. Do you have anything to say on that one? No, I, I agree. I mean, I've... Lord knows I've changed my mind about a million different things, at least a million different times. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, with my career path, it looks different than I thought it was going to. I thought that I I was going to graduate my bachelor's degree, maybe wait five years or so before getting my master's degree. And Mm -hmm. I was, I thought I'd work the same job for the rest of my life and retire at a young age. And I'm starting to realize that, you know, it might not look that way and Mm -hmm. that's okay. Mm -hmm. I I'm, I'm figuring it out day by day and yep. And you're, and you're killing it. I love that. (laughs) Okay. Something a little bit more (laughs) lighthearted. Number four, eat the damn cake. (laughs) (laughs) Eat the cake. Yes. Like just eat, like if you are living a healthy lifestyle and you are eating healthy every single day, but you want a cookie. Eat the cookie. Eat the cookie, man. Like eat it. I never deprive myself of a cookie or a piece of cake. And you know, I found in the past that when I deprive myself completely, that's when I just completely go off the rails. Like I will be doing a diet or whatever it is. Like, and if I'm just like not eating anything that I want, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be sustainable. It's not, not for the long run. And I'm not saying like eat a whole cake. (laughs) Well, even though sometimes that that's okay too. That's happened in the past, (laughs) but don't go get a sheet cake. (laughs) I just meant like, if you want a piece of cake, eat a piece of cake. Yeah. If you want some ice cream, go get you some ice cream. Like if you're doing good, I think Whitney says like, if you're doing good, like 80 or 90% of the time, you can do something 10% of the time and be okay. Yeah. Like if you're trying to be like, if you're trying to be better about your choices, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people will do like, they'll be good all week long. And then yeah. on Saturdays or Sundays, they just like completely wreck their diet. Yeah. That for me would never work just because if that were the case, like I would literally just eat crap all day. Yeah, me too. You know, and I'm not saying I eat healthy now. Like I, I don't, I need to. I had Burger King for lunch. Guys. Okay. <laughs> but I'm saying for me personally, that doesn't work. If I just completely deprive myself of every good thing that I've ever had, I'm not sustainable. I'm going to fail. Yeah. And see, last year I had, well, end of 2020, beginning of 2021, had a bit of a health scare and um, it was very traumatic. Won't get into all of that right now. But talk about it later. (laughs) my, My GI doctor, he told me because. I did not eat for a very significant amount of time because I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't eat physically without eat. being sick. And he told me that when I did start to eat again, he was like, if you're craving something, give yourself, give your body what it wants because mm-hmm. it is telling you that it needs that in that you, moment. Yeah. And I know that this is 
I mean, it was kind of a different situation because I was sick, but I think it really applies to everything. Like if Mm -hmm. your body is craving something, then that is your body telling you that it needs some sugar or something salty, you know, Mm -hmm. like your body needs salt and Mm -hmm. sugar. Mm -hmm. And so it's okay to give into those cravings sometimes. And even if it doesn't look like eating a whole cake, but eating a a piece of chocolate or something Mm -hmm. like that, that's okay. Or a fruit or whatever it might be. Yeah. So give into cravings sometimes, guys. It's, Mm -hmm. it's okay. It's, it's fine. Mm -hmm. It's good for your mental health. Yes. (laughs) Um, number five, people that you love most will break your heart. True. Um, this, you know, this can go a million different ways. Yeah. I mean, friendships, romantic relationships, family, um, family, most specifically, I think for me, um, that, you know, you love somebody so hard and then you, it kind of make you're, you're kind of making yourself vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like you don't expect them to hurt you. Yeah. But the smallest thing that they do can hurt you. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't really have much to say me either, but <laughs> about I, it, but me either, but I definitely agree. Yeah. Uh, number six, don't dwell on things that are out of my control. Snaps for that one too. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is a more recent, I would say late twenties lesson that I've learned. Um, I just, I know like I'll be riding in the car with somebody. Okay. And there's like crazy drivers everywhere. Like they don't know what they're doing. Okay. And the person you're that's driving has the worst road rage because of these people mm-hmm. that like don't know how to drive. <laughs> and this could be anybody. I'm not calling out anybody specifically. But and I, I get it, like that's frustrating to like be mad at somebody because they slammed on their brakes in front of you or you know, they're swerving in front of you or whatever it is. But like you literally can't control yeah. what that person's and doing. And don't let that ruin your whole and day. And that is like so draining to mm-hmm. yourself to like sit there and look at this person and say Gosh, why are they doing that? That is so frustrating. But then you're, you're like putting yourself in distress over something that is completely out of your control. Mm -hmm. You know, this is something that goes, you know, for any, anything in life. Um, This is something I got to work on. uh, I mean, I still, I still have to work on it because I do, I worry a lot. I'm a worrier. Yes, me too. And I've just always been that way, but I try not to. worriers by nature. Yes. (laughs) It's hereditary. (laughs) (laughs) But I try not to worry about things that I just like they are completely out of my control. I think that's a good a good idea is to try to not dwell on things or worry too much about things that you have no control over. I mean, mm-hmm. the reality of it is you have no control over that situation. You cannot so, do anything about it. So put it out of your mind and feel calm and at ease about that situation because nothing you do can impact not you what worrying over it, not you talking about it's it. It's not going to make it better. No, it's literally only going to make it worse for you mm-hmm. personally. Um, number seven, go on the trip, go to the concert. Yes. Make just, memories. Just make memories. Like, I know we want to have the big, nice house and the fancy cars mm-hmm. and, you know, all of the nice clothes and all of this stuff. But like, really at the end of the day, does that matter? Right. No, it doesn't. You know, you can have all of those things too. If you have a high enough salary, that's fine. Yeah. But. If you really want to make memories and you want to do things, and some people don't like to go and do things. Yeah. For me, it's just about, like, if something pops up on Facebook or whatever, like, just for example, Friday or a couple weeks ago, I think I shared, or one of my friends shared with me that Dustin Lynch was going to be in concert at Avondale Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. 
um, in May. And I was like, you know what? I want to go to that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I didn't realize how many songs of his that I knew uh, until I just bought the tickets. But it's just like something small and little that you can go do. Or, you know, booking you and Logan booking a trip to Disney. Like, yeah. that's something that y'all will always remember. Yeah. And y'all are going by yourselves, right? Yeah. Like, that's even more fun. Like, you don't have to worry about, you know, having plans with other people mm-hmm. or, like, dragging people around the parks. Like, y'all can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. This is something that I talked to him about yesterday. I was like, I think that it's important for us to go on trips because, yeah. you know... One day we may be old and gray and in a nursing home and we won't have the fancy car or the fancy house, but we'll we will have, have the memories. The memories. Yeah. And even if our memory is, you know, struggling, we might have pictures or, uh-huh. yeah. you know, things from those trips that we can look back on. Yeah. And so I think it's important. And I also want to mention that Carrie and I, we didn't grow up with much. No. But... We were able to to go on trips. I know my dad mm-hmm. and his they job. They had some connections. Yeah, he had some connections, and so we were able to go on all kinds of trips as a child. And so I don't Mainly remember to, a like, lot the of beach and yeah. We, I know we went to a cabin one time that was really yeah. Cool. We went to Braves games. We, we went, went to, to Atlanta games. Hawks games. Mm-hmm. Um, all kinds of cool things mm-hmm. and. I remember. I don't remember a lot about the struggles that our family had growing up. But I do remember a lot about those memories that we had those at all those trips. Those are some of my and, favorite memories. Yeah, like, me too. Let's just do a little plug one time about when we were at that hotel in Atlanta. <laughs> I knew you were going to say this. I think we were in Atlanta. Yeah, I think so too. And they had went to Emerald Lagasse's restaurant. Yeah. Or something. Well, they went to like a Christmas party and he was like yes. the chef there yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And so we... I don't know, something We like were that. in the hotel. Like me and Adam were older than... Adam's three years older than me. I'm five years older than Courtney. So he was And then me and Caleb are 19 months apart. So we're a lot they younger. They were like young. Well, we had two rooms, like two connecting rooms. <laughs> and Courtney was like young. I don't know how old. Like five. Probably five. Something. And she accidentally fell asleep in the separate room and got locked in there. <laughs> and I blame y'all. <laughs> but we watched the Polar Express, I think, and ate room service in the other room. <laughs> And we, like, kept, like, trying to look in the peephole to, like, see you, but we couldn't see you. <laughs> that was traumatic. Hey, but y'all, like, banging on the door and stuff, yes, and I just would you, not wake you up. you would not wake up. I don't even know how we ended up getting in there, but you were fine. You're here today. You know, you probably could have went to the front desk and said, like, hey, can you key into this That's connecting room? That's terrifying. We were kids. <laughs> it's like a home alone moment. Yeah, but y'all, y'all could have made it happen, but instead they left me and I did not have dinner. I was asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and I missed out on the movie with my sibs. Yeah, you did, but you always go to sleep first. I do. Um, But yeah, I think it's just important to like make memories and, you mm-hmm. know, that doesn't have to be something, you know, extensive, like going to Disney or going, even going to the beach. Like sometimes me and Tyler will just take a trip over to Atlanta and see some of our friends that live there. We've went on trips to like Chattanooga, which is not very far from us. You can, we can drive 30 minutes down the road and stay in a hotel in Birmingham if we would like. I mean, yeah. that's something different. Or even just going to a park or a zoo or anything. Mm, go any- to the zoo. The zoo is so fun. I love the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Anything like that. You can, you can make fun memories yeah. without spending a ton of money or mm-hmm. I think that just... You know, any opportunity that you have to get away and mm-hmm. do something fun. I agree completely. Um, number eight. Uh, this goes with like planning things, I guess. I uh, said sometimes plans fall apart. Retweet. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know really where I was going with that, but... But it's true. I mean, plans for your life. Yeah. Uh, plans for, you know, a getaway. You know, COVID happened and then everything got canceled. So, mm-hmm. you know, plans just... Plans change. change. They change. Yeah. And, you know, that can that could be your personal self. That could be an actual trip that you have planned. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, number nine. Family is everything. For sure. <laughs> I love my family. Me too. <laughs> and I have some of the, I feel like I have some of the best relationships with my siblings. Yeah, me and too. And I'm super thankful for you guys. Mm-hmm. And I know like growing up, we weren't always like the close, like I feel like me and you were close. Like we would always like paint our nails and stuff yeah. and play teacher and all that stuff. But, and then like once I got older, it was like, oh, stay away from me. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, once I got to college, we kind of reconnected. Mm-hmm. And and as Caleb got older, we all kind of got closer, which y'all were always close. Yeah. And then, you know, even now, like, connecting with Adam. And it's just family, not just your siblings, but, like, yeah. your... And I was going to say, family doesn't have to be blood. No. You know, Mm-mm. you can have your chosen family as well. Yes. And, and I, I think several of those people. Yeah. In my life. I think that whatever your family looks like, is I mean it, it's everything, mm-hmm. and it's important to stay connected with those people. Reach out to them. Mm-hmm. That's something that I'm really bad at is reaching out to people, but I'm trying to to be better about you know letting the people that I care about know that I care about them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, family family truly is everything. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, number ten, and this goes along with this. This is a little bit deeper. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Just because someone is family doesn't mean you have to have a place for them if they are toxic. Um, True. Without pointing any fingers or saying anything, this is something that I've had to learn. Yeah. And I feel like I hadn't really learned that until this last year. You know, um, constantly trying to make those relationships work and constantly trying to, like, force someone to have a relationship with you, you know, whatever that may look like for you. I personally just cannot do yeah. it anymore. I've spent, you know, the last 29 years of my life, you know, wanting, you know, a relationship with a specific someone and it just hasn't happened. And and that's okay. You yeah. know, I, I think this has been a common theme with our family. Like we have a lot of, you know, people that we don't really, we aren't really involved with in our family. And mm-hmm. I think that that's perfectly okay, you know. Yeah times change and I can love them from a distance. Yeah. You know, I don't have to see them all the time or they don't have to reach out to me all the time. You know, I I can know that like I hope that they have what is best for them mm-hmm. and they, you know, that they're doing okay. And I'll occasionally reach out, but I don't like phys- I physically cannot continue to try to be close to someone that doesn't want to be close to me. Yeah, you don't have sense? to open yourself up to to all of that pain and hurt. No, because it is it is painful and mm-hmm. it does hurt. Um, and it's it's hurt a lot of my other relationships with different people in my family in the right. past. And I just don't want that. I don't think I should have to do that. Like people yeah. that are here and they want to love me. Yeah, that's enough for me, and that should be enough for for anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. Um, oh, this one's fun. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> this is silly, but I said when in doubt, get a dog. Retweet. <laughs> I, I just feel I like that. I need another dog. I just feel like I need 
all the dogs in the house. I don't want kids right now. That's okay. But just let me have a dog. Another please, dog. Please get another dog. Like, wouldn't that be so fun? Like, I'm, three dogs. Yeah. I think three dogs is good. Like, maybe a little dog. Yeah. Or something. I don't maybe know. Maybe a medium dog. Yeah. One that isn't too small because we don't want Baron and Bo to oh, bully it. Oh, they don't it. need to eat it. Yeah. But, but we've talked about this in the past. Like, Baron was not... He was not a planned child, okay? Like, we didn't plan for him, but he just happened. Yeah. And it was the greatest thing ever. Okay, like, he's so, so fun. I'm going to text Tyler right now and tell him it's time for another dog. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I tried at Christmas. I was like, that's what I said. What kind of puppy are you going to get me? Like, what kind of puppy am I going to open up on Christmas Day? And he's like, you're not getting one. <laughs> and I'm like, no, but I am. Like, please let me get it. Come but, on, Tyler, please. No, not, not going to happen. But you know what? If you're thinking about it and you've done your research... Or, you know what, and adopt. Yeah, and you're ready. You have to be ready. Yeah. Dogs are a big responsibility. This is something that I've struggled with in the past, is not really realizing how much goes into caring for a dog, but it really is like having a child. Like, you have to plan for it like you would a child. You do. And it's it's hard. Like, like we talked about earlier, like, you want to make these plans and go all these places. And, like, that's something that... You have to think about if you're going to have a dog. Yeah, Just you, like you would care plan for a child and what you're going to do if you have a child and want to go on a trip like you have to make mm-hmm. the same plans for your dogs yeah so. whether that be an in-law taking care of it or sometimes they don't want to because they're too big and they're rowdy <laughs> uh you sometimes you have to board them yeah and, <laughs> and that it can, can get be expensive. expensive so also think about that if you're trying to get multiple dogs <laughs> yeah <laughs> it can be quite expensive but if you have someone a sibling who likes yeah. to house it for you they can watch your dog mm-hmm. if they like dogs now. If they're, yes. If they're allergic and they don't like dogs, maybe not. But but if you want a dog and you feel like you're at a place where you're able to care for a dog, get a dog. Get a dog. It's going to make the world better. Please. It will. I mean, they're just so sweet and cuddly. They and they are. just love you so much. And they and they love They're so loyal. Ceasing. They're so loyal. And, like, you can be gone for five minutes and they act like you've been gone for a year. Every time you're gone and you come back, they're so excited to see you. They are. Like, I've never known a love like that in my life. <laughs> no, it's so special. It is so special. So get you a dog. Get you a dog. Uh, number 12. And then send us pictures of the dog. Oh, yes. Sorry. Please, if you decide to get a puppy, um, or if you have dogs, please send, send pictures. Because that is something about me that you might not know. Anytime I see a picture of a puppy, I want to cry. Like babies, too, I love them. Sometimes, some of them are cute. Some of them look but like potatoes, but <laughs> any dog that you have or puppy that you have, I'm going to, I'm going to cry if you throw me a picture They're of so it. Cute. I'm tearing up right now. I don't want to even think about it. Okay. Number 12, your career or job does not define Yes. You, you are so much more than what you do yes. for work. Yes. And this is something, this is something that I've learned since being a PA. I love what I do. I love being a PA. I went to school for a reason to be a PA, um, but I've learned that, you know, it stops there. Like, I love what I get to do every day, and I love going to work or whatever, but when I get home, I want that to be it. Like, I leave my work yeah. at home, or I leave my work at work, Yeah, and I save. I don't really like, like, there are some things, like, I get to do a, a ton of cool surgeries, and I do like to talk about those things, you know, with people that don't get grossed out, <laughs> but <laughs> I think... It's important to not bring home or not bring work Work home home with you. Yeah, this was something that was really hard for me in my previous job. And so I'm thankful, even though I work from home now, it's so much easier with my current job to leave work at work Mm -hmm. and just kind of separate the two. Yeah. And I didn't think it would be since I work from home. And so 
I literally work while I'm at home. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that that would be really hard for me to separate the two. But I've been so surprised at how easy it is for me to just leave my home office at the Mm -hmm. end of the day. And I don't have to think about it. I don't Mm -hmm. have to think about work or my clients Mm -hmm. or anything after I've left my office. It can be exhausting mm-hmm. if you come home every day and you just mentally, talk about, emotionally, physically, all of the things. Yeah, if you if you talk about what you did all day long, like you're never really getting a break. And I have a lot of friends who are PAs, and I try my best to. We try our best to like separate that. You know, it's cool to catch up and you know see how people are doing, but it's a completely other thing if that is all you're going to talk about. And I don't like that to be the only thing that I talk about because there's so many other cool things about me, Mm -hmm. I think, that I want to share with people. And um, I just think that, like with this podcast, for example, like I'm, it's something else that I wanted to do and we're doing it and I'm passionate about it. So I think that you just need to leave work at work Mm -hmm. and come home and let's have more conversations about different things. Um, number 13, don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. Right. Yeah. Hello, this podcast. Yeah. Definitely out of my comfort zone. And your bookstagram too. I mean, that was, yeah, pretty out of your comfort zone. I know you had your PA Instagram, but this was like a whole new territory for you. Something completely different. Absolutely. And And like actually getting on there and like reaching out and like meeting people and, filming like videos of myself talking about books mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's not something that I'm normally going to do and at this podcast as well like we talked about like I I'm not typically the one that's more outgoing and right. like, talking to everybody but this kind of makes it easier because we get to talk to each other yeah for sure and we I mean we're sisters so obviously we have a relationship and I'm comfortable around you so that really helps me personally Mm -hmm. um I don't know if you have any situations where you are out of your comfort zone on a daily basis this this really couldn't be your for you right I think that um recently I've been trying to step outside of my comfort zone a little bit because I get really anxious and worried about how others perceive me and so Mm -hmm. reaching out to an old friend and reconnecting with them that was so outside of my comfort zone especially since I've had some friend breakups in the past and so friends is a really hard area of my life I don't have a lot of close friends and so reconnecting with an old friend was really hard for me and I was really worried about being rejected and Mm -hmm. like or not getting a response I was so fearful of what would happen if I did reach out so I stepped way outside of my comfort zone and I just sent her a message and was like, hey, I know we haven't spoken in probably 10 years. How are you? <laughs> just I just it did it. There. I just did it. And it worked out. It did. That's so great. Yeah. So step outside your comfort zone. It's okay. Yeah. And, and just because like this goes into the last one as well, but like just because you have a job or a career, it doesn't mean you can't have other passions, other yeah. things that you want to do, you know, um, like for us, this podcast and my bookstagram or whatever, like some people, you know, who want to have an Airbnb or they want to do, you know, whatever it is they want to do as a side gig. Mm -hmm. Like you want to make bookmarks or you want to make some candles. Like that's a side gig and something that can be a passion of yours. Yeah, for sure. So just don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number 14, 
I'll never be completely happy with any relationship until I learn to love myself first. Yes. And this goes back Self-love. to love. <laughs> this goes back to what we talked about last week. Like if you're sitting there constantly critiquing yourself and worried about, you know, what you don't like about yourself, like I'm never gonna I'm never gonna be able to love somebody. If yeah. I don't love myself first. Yeah, you have to love yourself. And even though this can be a daily struggle, mm-hmm. but you have to love yourself and work on your relationship with yourself and mm-hmm. make that a priority. Yeah. Whether that be through, you know, for me, like, having self-love for myself is basically just like we talked about last week. You know, trying to find things good about myself that I want to... um I guess, focus on instead of the things that maybe I don't love about myself. Um, Number 15. (laughs) This is so dumb. I told this to one of my friends one time. She, I think she posted on Facebook something like, give me a piece of random advice. And this is what I put on hers. I love that. That's funny. When in doubt, this is for all my females out there. Or, I mean, if you're a male and you like to wear these, that's fine too. When in doubt, wear a bodysuit. Mm-hmm. It is so easy. It just makes so easy. everything easy. Like, yeah. you can wear it with shorts, skirt, jeans, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. You put on a bodysuit, you're sucked in, you feel sucked in. At least I know the yeah. ones that I have do. And you're just, it's just like clean. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to think it's about easy. it. It's easy. It's easy. It might not be easy when you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's the challenging part of a bodysuit. But, but it's, it's okay. cute. It's and like, worth it. Anytime I see one, like my sister-in-law has a boutique. And anytime she posts one, I'm like, I have to have that. It could look just like the 15 other ones that I have my, in my closet. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to buy it because yeah. I love them. They're like my favorite thing of all time. And it's my favorite article of clothing to wear. I hope they never go out of style. They me won't either. for me. But No, no. And it can be a little difficult for me to find some that fit just because I'm so long torsoed. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I promise you, if you haven't tried to wear a bodysuit yet. Do it. Try. Just try. I feel a little bit like a baby in a onesie, but it's okay. I love that. I love it. At least you feel secure. Exactly. Everywhere. Number 16, don't be afraid to tell someone what you need or want. Yes. Okay. This is huge. This is big for like your relationships with people. Mm -hmm. So like your relationship with Logan or my relationship with Tyler or even friends. Or family. mm -hmm. Yeah. Anybody. Um. I know, like, if you are in a relationship with, like, if you're like me and you're a female and you're in a relationship with a male, you're sitting there thinking, they know what I'm, they know what I need. They know what I want. They know that I, they should do this or they should do that. They can't read your mind. Um, we went to a marriage conference this this weekend and this is, like, so um, groundbreaking. Not really. It's really not. But they have no clue what you they have no clue like Mm-mm. unless you say know what you want unless you tell them and yeah unless you say hey it would really um be nice if you would do those dishes or it doesn't have to be something like that but anything you know if you would go get groceries or if you could go do this or that they don't know what they don't know they really don't and like mm-hmm. me with that that whole valentine's day situation i just sat there and like let let that like go over and over and over in my head and I'm sitting there thinking he knows exactly what I'm thinking about right now. Yeah. He didn't didn't have a clue because they they just don't think the way that we do. Most yeah. most men. 
Um, yeah. And I love love languages. And I think that everyone, you know, gives and receives love in a diff- in different ways. And so mm-hmm. it's, a, it's okay to tell your significant other or someone that you're starting a relationship with, like, this is what I need in a relationship. Mm-hmm. This is how I feel secure. This is how I feel loved. Yes. Like, if you do these things for me, I'm going to feel like you care more. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, that's acts of service. We'll talk about this more later on down the road, yeah. I think. But um, yeah, for sure. You know, whatever it may be, like you could be thinking about a purse that you've had your eye on for months, or you could be thinking about a book mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. They don't know what they right. don't know, and it's hard because some people love differently. Yes, for sure. Um, but we'll talk about that in a different episode one day mm-hmm. down down the line. Yeah. Um, number seventeen. This goes back to last week again. What you see on the internet isn't real. Yes. It's not. Everybody filters their life. Yeah. They only post the good things. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. I mean, yeah, some people are real on Instagram, and that's good, too. Yeah. But for the most part, it's fake. It's fake. A lot of people are unfiltered. They post, you know, everything bad that happens to them, or they want to share their experiences, and they're very open about that, and that's, that's awesome. Like, I commend you for that. Yes. But then a lot of people are like... Very filtered. Yeah. And they want to show the highlights of their life, which is okay. Mm-hmm. And you take 300 pictures to post one. Yes. And you put a filter on that picture mm-hmm. and you smooth out your lines or whatever you want to do. Yes. And nobody sees what's truly beneath that. Yeah. But it's important that. for us to remember that what we see on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of the social medias is not necessarily real. Mm-hmm. It's important to know that, you know, it's it's very likely that they took 300 pictures to get that one perfect one. Yes. And, yeah, that's okay. But remember that it's it's not real. No. And comparison with that is the enemy. Because mm-hmm. you can't compare yourself to a perfect picture. Right. When you have no idea what's what going on it, behind, yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. So, that's... That's... Important. Mm-hmm. Um, 18. Money can't buy happiness. Woo. No. Lord, how many times have I heard that in my life? A lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard that my whole life. And I guess because we really didn't have money yeah. growing up, I thought, they don't know. They're liars. Like, if, mm-hmm. I had, if we had a little bit of money, we'd be so happy. <laughs> we'd be so much happier. But, um... No, it's that's not how it is, and I'm I'm not saying I'm I'm not rich or anything, but you know I'm I'm a PA, so I have a a good job, and I learned that the hard way, like yeah. the first year of my work, because you know as soon as I started working, I was working for like what two months, and then COVID hit, mm-hmm. and um, you know you have all this money in the world, but you can't go and do anything. Yeah. And you can't see people. And, mm-hmm. you know, you have a nice house, nice car. You know, you buy clothes. You have beautiful dogs. You know, whatever it may be. You go mm-hmm. and get an egg chair. I'm just staring at my egg chair right now. I love it. But, I mean, I didn't spend that fortune for it. But you you really can't put a price tag on happiness. And some people, maybe money does make them happy. And things make them happy. And that's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a love language as well. You know, gifts, that's that's physical things. But you can have all the money in the world and then you can be completely miserable. Yeah. it You can't go out and buy and do enough 
for that to make up for how you feel on the inside. Do you agree? Yeah, I completely agree with what you're saying. Okay. Um, number 19, you can have one more than one passion in life. Uh, I kind of touched on this earlier, but yeah. I think for me, you know, this is becoming a passion of mine. I really look forward to the times that I have with you. Like I think I texted you last night and I was like, I can't wait to see you tomorrow. And it's, it's not even about just recording this podcast. You know, it's like actually being able to see you every single week because we weren't doing that for yeah. a long, like I, we had gotten a little bit better about it, I yeah. feel like, but not, not great. You yeah. know, and I mean, we're like so close in age and people say your sisters are your best friends and, and you are like, mm-hmm. you are my best friend, but I think it's important um, to just like make yeah. the effort to have a relationship with you. Yeah. Um, and to feed that relationship, you know, mm-hmm. not just think that because it's already there that it's going to, yeah. you know, flourish. Right. Just um, One of my friends that was like really hyping me and Courtney up about this podcast before it happened, <laughs> <laughs> he texted me the other day and he was like, so I need to know, like you're about one month into this. Does it still, is it still fun? Yeah. Or does it feel like work? And I was like, it does not feel like work uh-uh. at all. That first week, you if you would have asked me after that first week, I'd have been like, oh, no, we can't do this. Because we were challenged. We had no idea what we, we were yeah, doing. We had and no idea. And you got idea. here, it was probably close to 12. Yeah, I think I got here at like noon. You were here until 11 or yeah. something. I yeah, mean, like, I was like here until 11. We noon. recorded and then we could not figure out how we were going to edit the video. Right. Or the, or the recording. We couldn't figure out the little jingle that we have. Oh my gosh, that took the longest time. Yeah. But he asked me that and I was like, no, it does It does not feel like work at all. Like Now that we've kind of gotten the hang of things and it... We're in it, a groove, I feel like. Yeah. It doesn't feel like work no. or... It doesn't... It's not... I don't know. It just doesn't feel like work. It's fun. It feels like a hobby. It feels like something yeah. that I'm just doing just because I enjoy it, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And it's not because I have to, yeah. but because it's something I want to do, you know? Yeah. I agree. And I think, I don't know. I was like, are you going to start a podcast now? He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, I'll leave the podcast into you. I was like, okay, that's fine. But he was like, I think it's great that you're branching out and you're doing these other things. Like just because you're a PA doesn't mean that you can't have a bookstagram or you can't have a podcast yeah. or you can't do whatever. Or just because you're a social worker doesn't mean you can't, you know, do all these other, do things, other things. Like it's so true. Like you can, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, I think this is the last one. Number 20. Mm-hmm. Be thankful for the trials you have faced and the paths you have walked down because it led you to where you are. Yeah. Um, I know personally for me, you know, there have been some things that have been harder that I've had to go through. You know, we all have our own our own struggles. We all mm-hmm. have our own trials and, you know, traumatic events that happened to us. Um, for me personally, you know, this was probably about, oh, my gosh eight or so years ago, but something really traumatic happened in my life. And I just thought, how am I ever going to get over this? Yeah. How am I ever going to stop thinking about this every single day? And how am I going to navigate, you know, relationships and, but also how am I going to talk about how this has helped me? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, things happen 
everything happens for a reason. I know that's so cliche, but it's, but it's so true. true. And it's hard to think about it that way, like in the moment. You yeah, know, because I, you want to know why. Yeah, you want to know why. Um, you know, I've, I know people that have dealt with miscarriages or been through a divorce and now they're working on their second marriage. You know, people who have dealt with a family member being sick or dying, um, just all these different things that are awful and you mm. never really know how you're going to navigate that or those people are going to navigate that. But somehow we make it, Yeah, you know, we make it through and there's no rule book for this, you know, on how you're supposed to handle things like that. Yeah. And everyone handles things differently. And that's yeah. okay. But I think just knowing that whatever you go through, whether it be good or bad, um, you know, we've talked about some of the life experiences that we've had in the past. They really mold you into to the be, person you are. Yeah. And they can mold you from a young age <clears throat> and they can make you who you are when you're in high school and then you can change and, and things happen and you can change again when you're in your early twenties or when you get out of college and when you get your first job or if you go to grad school and then you go to, you get married or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. Things happen in all of these different seasons in your life and they may be good or bad. Yeah. But you're going to make it through. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there's a lot there. There's a lot at the end of the tunnel. And one day you'll be able to look back on that time and you may not have any positive memories about that. And that's okay. Like that's normal, but you'll be able to talk about it with other people Mm -hmm. and share your experiences. And it's kind of like what we're doing here, you know, like we feel like we've been through a lot and we want to share some of the things that we've been through in our lives with you guys, because it's hard when you feel like you're alone, but you're not alone. Yeah. We want you to feel like, you're not alone. We want you to know that there are people out there who can relate. And even if they can't relate, they're there for you and can mm-hmm. maybe help you navigate some of these things and mm-hmm. remind you that it will be okay. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't think it is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we might not be able to relate to you on some of your... Like, more, specific experiences. Right. and But doesn't mean we're not here. To talk right, about it for sure. So if you want to talk about it, we'll talk about it with you. Yes, we have an Instagram for that. You can message us, or yeah. if you know us personally, shoot us a text. Yeah, or for give sure. Us a call or whatever. Um, yeah, I thought that was a good way to wrap that up. Mm-hmm. So I love those. Now I kind of want to just like touch because we've been talking for a while. <laughs> I just want to touch on some of the things that I want to focus on in my. 30s yes and these are like it's just like three things to focus on in my 30s and that's it like just three tiny little things uh number one I want to (laughs) and you're gonna have to hold me accountable for this one yes because this is a struggle (laughs) for me and it has been my whole life I need to take care of my body like I need to take care of my body Mm -hmm. I need to something we can all work on but be more mindful of what I'm putting in my body more specifically the junk food (laughs) Um, I do, I do, I love eating healthy foods. I know I feel better when I eat, when I eat better. Yeah, me too. Um, but sometimes it's hard. Man, like I said, if you want to eat a piece of cake, eat a piece of cake. Yeah. But like for me currently in my life where I'm not working out and maybe this is something that we can like, this is a journey we can go on together. Mm -hmm. 
Like I can start this journey soon. Not right now. I'm not ready for it, guys. Courtney's already on this journey. (laughs) But soon, in the future, maybe I can start working out or eating better. We can talk about it. Yeah. On the podcast. Whatever. I love that. Uh, Number two, this is kind of personal, (laughs) but I really want to work on trying to get my hormones balanced. You know, I'm, I'm in my late 20s, going into my 30s, not saying I'm having a child right now, but maybe in the future, you never know. I, I have no plans currently, but I think I need to really like work. I've, I'll just say this, I've been on birth control for the last 10 years. So that can throw your body for a whole loop. Mm-hmm. And I really need to just work on getting everything back yeah, settled and um, preparing for, you know, if there is potential for me to have a child one day. I want my my body, like, number one that I said, take care of my body, be in the best shape that I can be in. Hormonally, yeah. whatever, physically, mentally. mentally. And then lastly, work on my relationship with God. Also, I need to be in a better, better spiritual place yeah I think yeah I think that's really good so So, to nourish all parts of your being mm -hmm. physically mentally hormonally which is kind of physically and spiritually I just need to kind of round it all out and that's not something that's going to happen overnight like obviously I'm going to have to work on this for you know many years but um I just want to take it one step at a time and just you know make more mindful decisions Mm -hmm. in my I love that I think that that's really Really good plan. Mm-hmm. So I think that wraps it all up. For episode five. Episode five. We've officially been doing this for a month. Yes, our one month anniversary. Our one month anniversary. The next time you will hear this voice, it will be 30 yes. years old. Actually, technically, I'm already, I will already be, th- like, how does that, how do they say that? Like, once you reach your one year birthday, you've already lived the first year of your life. Yeah. So I'm not going to be in my 30th year of life. I'm going to be in my 31st year of life. That's crazy to think about. (laughs) Terrifying. Mm -hmm. Terrifying. So I've I've already lived my 30th year, guys. But (laughs) hopefully you got something out of this. I don't know. I feel like I was talking a ton. Um, But I just wanted to share 20 things. 20 things. Yeah. And if you have any other things that you've learned, if you're close to your 30s or even if you're in your well, 20s. yeah, or even well past your 30s. Mm-hmm. Feel free oh to. Oh my gosh, please, please message us. We yeah, need all send the, us all the wisdom. Yeah. Um, but we want to thank you guys for being here. Yes. Um, happy birthday to Carrie Saturday. Wish her happy you. birthday. Thank you. Yep. Next time you'll hear me, I'll be 30. Um, yeah, that's it. Anything all else? Right. I don't think so. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate your support and hope that you continue to stick around as we navigate this journey as well. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you again maybe next week. We really don't know. We'll talk about it. We'll keep you updated on the yeah. Instagram, though. And if See you want to message us, message us at, at bloom underscore podcast on Instagram. Okay. We'll talk to you guys soon. Okay. Bye, Bye guys. guys.